Radio Night Live. Once again, Kevin McCullough. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am very pleased to welcome back to the microphone uh, someone who I've had on the air for many, many years, and he's done segments with me, and you hear us uh, chit-chat back and forth for about two minutes every single week about some issue related to estate planning or elder care and how to make sure your uh, your things are in order so that you don't have, you know, your your uh, legacy is not one of confusion for your kids and the people that come after you. Uh, and I just really love uh, he and his family all the way around. They're some of the best people I've ever met. And I just I just love the Connors family as a whole. Uh, and Mike Connors is joining us uh, here once again. And Mike, thank you for all that you do. Uh, you really help your clients and uh, the New York listenership understand the, the importance and the need to uh, make sure that their affairs are in order you always encourage people to plan and not to not to goof off and leave it leave it for the uh, state to deal with afterwards that's always bad um but there's a whole nother side to mike connor's and it's one that is very very uh, interesting you're, you're a big movie buff you're also a big baseball fan and i understand that coming into this memorial day weekend there's uh, some players that you specifically think are kind of cool welcome back and who are they well, Kevin, I, I don't know if you remember this, but there was a dinner a few years back where you and Father Paul were at a table. Yes. And, you know, my good friend from the neighborhood, Father Charlie, and you and Father Paul were talking about theology. Uh-huh. And Father Charlie came up to you. Why don't you guys talk about something important? <laughs> and Father Paul said, like, what? Baseball. <laughs> I do remember so, that. Yeah. So here we are. And, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend. We want to remember the veterans. But I think one of the things overlooked in a lot of cases are the veterans who served in the U.S. military. And we're coming out. There's a guy, there was a second baseman named Eddie Grant. And he played in the major leagues in the teens. After he finished his major league career, he enlisted in the U.S. Army as soon as World War I started. And he was he was the only genuine major league player who was killed in combat you know who played in the major leagues and we're coming about the 100th anniversary of his death and he was a harvard graduate um in fact they used to say that when he was going out to fly ball he didn't say i got it he said i have it because he wanted to be grammatically correct (laughs) i love my wife would love that for sure Uh, and this is a guy 35 years old he enlisted in the army and he died you know a year later mm. and i mean that's a, a, a true hero yeah you know and i'm sure at 35 he didn't have to enlist i don't know what the draft rules were back then but i'm sure he didn't have to enlist and and so here's a guy who's a major league ball player harvard graduate enlists in the u.s army and loses his life a year later after enlisting so I think he should be remembered a little bit more, especially now we're getting close to the 100th anniversary of his death. No, oh, I love that. Eddie Grant, second baseman. Who did he play for? Second. He played for a couple of different teams in the National League, the Giants, the Reds, the Cubs. Interesting. He's a utility ball player, but that's not the, the point. You know, another ball player, I don't know, some of you may remember him, but Bobby Brown, Dr. Bobby Brown. Dr. Bobby Brown was a medic in World War II. He played for the Yankees between World War II and the early 50s. Was in maybe four World Series. Good third baseman, you know, not a great ball player. But then he was called up and he went 
to Korea, and he was a medical doctor at that time. Wow. And then he was in the Korean War. After that, he played a little bit more for the Yankees. Then he retired from baseball, became a cardiologist, um, was a cardiologist for many, many years in Texas. Then when he couldn't operate anymore, he came back to baseball, and he ended up being president of the American League eventually. Huh. And <laughs> it's a remarkable life. And one of his claims to fame, he was a roommate of Yogi Berra when they were in the minor leagues together after the war. And they were both World War II veterans, which, again, Yogi Berra was a, was a World War II veteran, combat veteran. And there are 70 Hall of Fame baseball players who wore the uniform of the United States who are in the Hall of Fame. No kidding. When I first, when I first heard that number, I said, it can't be. But then we started looking at the list, and yeah, it does come up to that now. There, there's certain people you wouldn't think about, like there was a baseball executive, the first president of the National League in 1876 was a Civil War veteran, Morgan Buckley. Huh. So, you know, that you wouldn't think of. And as far as we know, he's the only Civil War veteran, you know, in the Baseball Hall of Fame. But there, there are numerous Negro League players who are in the Hall of Fame. And of course, I didn't think about them first. At first, because you don't, they, they weren't, they didn't play in the major leagues because of obviously the color barrier was there until 1947. Right. And it wasn't Robinson considered, it. you know, <clears throat> major league, but yeah. even though now the talent was off the hook, the talent was major league. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So there are a lot of those guys that were in there. Um, and then there were ball players too who were not in, major, in the major leagues when they were in the service, but became major leaguers after, like Ralph Kiner and Gil Hodges. And Gil Hodges was in Okinawa and, you know, was in combat and was a Bronze Star winner. Do we know which war has the most number of major leaguers that served in, in the in the theater during during the time of that particular war? Yeah. Which war, war has II. the most? Oh, I, that's what I kind of figured. World War II but, by far. Yeah. Yeah. Of the World 70, what, how many of those do you would you say were World War II vets? More than half. Okay. More than half. Because there were some World War One vets, there was only one Civil War vet, and the number of Korean War veterans, and they didn't serve in combat, would be some of the players we know about now, like Willie Mays and Whitey Herzog and uh, yeah. Ernie Banks. Uh, Do we know Whitey the most Ford, recent? Eddie Matthews. Do we know the most recent? Well, the recent? only two guys, there's no guy from Vietnam. So Willie Mays and Whitey Herzog were in the Korean War, and they're both still alive. And Whitey Herzog made the Hall of Fame as a manager, which is one of the numbers that threw me off. Yeah. You know, they're baseball executives in the Hall of Fame. They're managers in the Hall of Fame. So Whitey Herzog made as a manager. So when they said there were, you know, 70 members of the Hall of Fame who wore the uniform, I wasn't thinking of guys like him right away. Yeah. But he is one. So Willie Mays, they're both in the early 90s. They were the two guys from Korea that are still alive. I know that in the football, I know that in the football ranks, Pat Tillman went from active uh, player status in the NFL to uh, the Iraq war and got killed uh, on mission. Uh, Are there any modern baseball players that have gone and and played, maybe not in the Hall of Fame, but that have served? Not that I know of, no. I mean, there were some guys who were in the National Guard and the Reserves, but back in in the 60s and you know, when there was a draft, a lot of those ball players they went into the reserves or National Guard and fulfilled their duties that way. So, you know, it was relatively easy in the 60s to get out of the draft. 
you you continually are a fountain of information mike that i've that nobody else on earth knows and i am so honored to get to have a chat with you every now and then because i learn stuff every time i do uh, give my best to beth and to mike jr always a pleasure to have you all right thank you kevin you got it kevin mccullough coming right back don't go away <laughs> 